The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, we've been looking at the results of a year-long investigation into lead levels in drinking water in Canada. Uh, here in Edmonton, that study that uh, Mike D'Souza was just a part of shows that some Edmontonians have been drinking tap water with lead levels as high as 120 times the federal health guideline over the last 11 years. Now, that was what their investigation showed up in a couple of cases. Steve Craig is the Director of Quality Assurance and Environment at EPCOR. Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, at first glance, of course, these numbers and this reporting is alarming. What um, what does EPCOR have to say, and, and what are you telling Edmontonians today? Well, we have had a lead a program in place since 2008, and I think our message is the same. It's focused on those homes where uh, uh, the houses are served by old lead service lines. And there's about... Um, 4,500 of those in the city. Some of those do test above this new Health Canada guideline for lead. And we've been notifying those folks by by mail uh, uh, for several years now. Uh, Every year we do that. And we offer testing at those houses too. So you offer testing. I mean, some of you, when it says that um, there's drinking tap water with lead levels as high as 120 times the federal mm-hmm. health guideline, that's that's alarming, Steve. <laughs> um, 120 times. Like, what's going on there? And um, well, as you sure. said, I'm guessing these people these people would know about it at their homes. You've told them they, sh- they should. They've been informed um, through through our test results. Uh, and we have mailed those test out results to them. We've been doing this for 10 years now. Okay. And there, there have been a few had, that have tested quite high. There was one that was noted in an article today of 594 parts yeah. per billion. That's quite high. And, and that one was actually dealt with uh, several years ago. The lead service line was replaced. Okay. Uh, some, some of the higher ones have been replaced. Uh, for uh, Some of them may not have been for other reasons. Uh, but we're putting out a program, uh, which we got approved to city council earlier this year, to make sure that all homes with lead service lines will be testing less than the, the new Health Canada guideline of five parts per billion. Uh, Steve, what is being done then to, 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 to remove those lead service lines? Who pays for it and what priority um, does it, you know, the homes rank? Is it with the highest testing numbers they get done yep. first? How does that work? And is it the city is paying to have those lead pipes, uh, those lead service lines removed? So a, a couple of things, um, Jalen. There's a couple of... Uh, the ownership of the lead service line is complicated because yeah. the, the the utility owns the piece from the water main up to the property, and then the, the property owner owns the piece from the water uh, from the property lane up into the house. And that's typical for North America. Uh, to be effective, you, you really need to replace the whole thing. Now, not all homes with lead service lines will test above the guideline, but cer- some certainly do. Uh, what we've done with our new program is we're going to prioritize those homes that do test above the guideline okay. uh, for replacement based on the lead test that we already have. Uh, we've tested most of the homes with lead service lines across the city, at least all of those that we've been able to get into. The other thing we're doing is we're adding a, a corrosion inhibitor, lead inhibitor, uh, something called orthophosphate yep. to the water, and we're starting to build facilities to do that. And that will lower lead concentrations from all sources of lead lead service lines and even plumbing um, uh, sources of lead from plumbing in the home too. I think it's important for Edmontonians to remember that that lead isn't in the water when it comes from the the treatment facilities. It's when it goes through those 
old aging pipes, correct? That's where the, the lead gets into the water? That, that's absolutely true. There's no really no detectable lead in the treated water uh, or in the, the water in the, dis, the municipal uh, distribution system. It is those lead, the highest uh, source of lead is the greatest source of lead is those uh, uh, lead service lines, those okay. lead service pipes. Is there, do you, do you have an idea the cost to, to, to replace all of those pipes? Uh, I, I don't have to top my head okay. the cost to replace them all, but I know that the program that we put forward is uh, worth about $44 million. Wow. Uh, that includes both uh, the, the, the addition of orthophosphate and, it all, and replacing the high-priority lead service line. Now, the orthophosphate, from what I understand, it's, um, it's, it's um, an inhibitor that uh, attaches mm-hmm. itself to the lead pipes to, to stop the leaching. Is that how it works? Yes, there, there's some very interesting chemistry around it, but essentially <laughs> that's what it does. It combines with lead and, and it sticks to the inside surface of the pipe or the plumbing uh, to prevent the lead from leaching out. It, it, it forms a very strong coating, and it's been we've tested this in the last few years. We've tested it, and it works very well for Edmonton water. Uh, it's been used in other municipalities as well. Um, it is uh, it's a fair, it's very harmless okay. uh, uh, inhibitor. Uh, it's uh, it's found in foods. It's found in in drinks uh, at, uh, at uh, much higher levels than we, we plan on putting it in the drinking water. So again, just uh, before we run out of time, uh, Stephen, I appreciate your time today. I'm sure you've been pretty busy, uh, all mm-hmm. things all things considered. So for folks, because I'm getting a lot of people texting in right now wondering about how do I find out about my water and how about this and what about this, mm-hmm. what do they really need to know about if their home has those aging lead pipes? Would you already know about it? Likely they, they, they should know because we do send annual notifications sometimes more often to those homes, to the residents in those homes who have uh, uh, where there are those lead pipes. Okay. Uh, if they're not sure, if they don't know, uh, people move in and out, uh, they, maybe they discarded the letter in the past, uh, give us a call, give EPCOR a call, and we can look that information up. We're very happy to do that. We can, if there's a lead test result associated with that, we're very happy to, to send that out to the, the people living in the home. So, and I understand that homes built before 1975 are kind of the ones that, um, you know, uh, that Health Canada says are particularly vulnerable because 1975 was the year that lead was um, stopped being used in, in, in these pipes, right? That's when it was, uh, yeah, it was made illegal in Canada in that year. In Edmonton, it was up to about the early 1950s okay. that we saw the lead service lines being used. So those neighborhoods, we typically use the number 1960 and early okay. earlier as to be on the safe side. But if you're not sure, uh, if you live in one of those neighborhoods or not, definitely give us a call. Steve Craig, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Appreciate your time. You're very welcome. There you go, Steve Crank. He's the Director of Quality Assurance and Environment at EPCOR. So, again, if you have any questions, you can visit epcor.com forward slash lead to learn more. And, again, you can read all of the coverage and the the reporting into this at globalnews.ca or at 630ched.com.